Hello and welcome to The Financial Change, where we talk all about money and mental health. My name is Robert Inahosa, and I'm a licensed mental health professional and certified financial social worker. This is the first video of the channel, so it's a fitting topic that we discuss how mental health directly affects your financial situation. Just as a preface, nothing on this channel should be considered therapeutic advice or financial advice. I'm simply an experienced professional sharing my knowledge for educational and entertainment purposes. If you are in need of mental health services, I'd encourage you to seek out a local mental health professional in your area. Okay, so let's just jump into it. How does your mental health affect your financial situation? Even though there's a known connection between the two, it's been overlooked in most content around personal finance. Your mental health can directly affect your behavior in spending and saving. It also affects earnings in some situations. I'm going to break it down into three main categories. How you think about money, how you act with money or behave with money, and how you earn money. So mental health struggles typically affect cognitive functioning in some way, and usually it's a pretty high impact. Sometimes the way that you think or thinking patterns are affected. Sometimes emotional distress or even stressful circumstances can cause your brain to work in a way that more prioritizes your base instinct of survival over rational decision making. Because of this, the way that you think about money can be affected by things like mental health disorders, trauma, emotional distress, or other chronic conditions. It's also influenced and built upon your experiences as a child growing up and how you were exposed to the way that maybe your parents or people around you managed money and thought about money. That specifically we'll go more in depth with in another video. When you think about money, you see it very uniquely through your personal lens. Some people view money as something that is rare and cherished and precious, something to be saved and used very sparingly. Some people see it as more of a fleeting thing that's very hard to obtain and, and goes away quickly once you have it, and therefore needs to be used immediately for its full effect. And then others may think of it simply as a tool, something to be used as a means to an end. Any way you see it, the way that you view and think about money greatly affects your behavior with it. When it comes down to it, there are really only two main behaviors when it comes to money, and that's spending and saving. There's a lot of nuances within those two behaviors, and let's take a look at some of them. How these manifest is directly influenced by both how you think about money and the emotions that may be fueling the behavior. Corporations have spent decades perfecting emotional advertising. They tend to focus on hitting core desires people have to be loved, accepted, to belong, and to be safe. When it comes down to it, if you feel deficits in these areas, it's likely that you're heavily influenced by that type of advertising and even more susceptible to the behaviors that may provide some short-term relief in those areas, like spending. In the same respect, you're more likely to spend money in general to fulfill one of these deficits. Your emotional state when you make decisions about spending and saving is important. People who feel depressed, sad, inadequate, angry, or overly secure or accomplished even at the time that they're spending tend to spend more than they would otherwise. Just think about the last time that you felt a bit down and maybe purchased something enticing. The act of obtaining that item releases all sorts of feel-good chemicals in the brain 
and that provides a very short-term but very real sense of euphoria and satisfaction and that can be a relief of some of those emotions and, and troubles that you were feeling. Because of this, it's, it's actually a strong reinforcement of the behavior itself that led to those. The same chemical responses are actually the same culprits behind things like gambling, eating disorders, and even addiction. Given enough time and enough instances of emotionally fueled spending, you can develop an emotional spending problem. Even outside the emotional spending, the way that you think about money impacts the overall habits and behaviors that you have with it. For example, if you see money as something that is fleeting and short-term, you are more susceptible to spending that money when you have it. So when you experience a windfall, maybe get a paycheck in, a lot of times that money is already spent very quickly. and if any emergency expenses or something comes up where you need to have some cash on hand, you may not have it. This makes it very hard to do things like save for the future or long-term goals. And the mindset behind it is actually pretty typical of the thinking patterns that are largely associated with being in poverty. That's why researchers tend to say that poverty is a cyclical experience. It feeds into itself. Now, if you view money more as something that's precious, something that should be used sparingly and held on to, you likely have more tendency towards saving behaviors. On the outside, this may seem good, but at the same time, you may be less likely to spend money on important things that could benefit your financial situation or your life in general. Maybe things like investing or self-improvement. It may even be so intense that you neglect to spend money on things that are needed because you're trying to save. Now, all of this is only half the picture. The other half is how you earn money. Your mental health and emotional status can greatly affect how you earn money and how much money you earn. Some people that have very severe mental health disorders cannot work. Uh, they, they may not be able to hold down a job for very long, if at all, and a lot of times in most severe situations, people are reliant on public benefits and, and programs to maintain any sort of income. But even those without those severe struggles are impacted a lot of times by their mental health or emotional status. For example, may impact your ability to work a full-time schedule. Um, maybe even the type of work you do or the environment in which you can work. For example, people with PTSD or agoraphobia or those similar tendencies may be unable to work within large groups of people. So a retail environment or something that's a high traffic or high interaction with people may not be ideal or maybe even impossible for them to work in. Then you may have more inward facing struggles, things that affect self confidence or self-worth and you may be less ambitious with your approach to work and career you may settle for more entry-level positions or hold on to a position longer than maybe you should or would be beneficial to you you may avoid switching careers or companies or even pushing for a promotion when you would otherwise be able to obtain that or obtain some benefit from doing so Overall, you can see how your mental health and emotional status affects your financial position in life and how you earn and spend money. This is something that your financial planning tools and your average financial planner may not even address. But that is where other type of professionals come in. 
As mentioned at the beginning of this video, the, the content here is not meant as therapeutic or financial advice, but you may be looking or interested in some therapeutic professional help. If you are interested in this, there's several links that I've put in the description below where you can go and find a therapist or a professional in your area to work with. Now, if you would like to work with me directly, that may be possible, and I'll include my website link down in the description below where you can read a little bit more about my practice, myself, and experience, and contact me if you're interested in that. With that being said, I want to thank you for watching this video. I really hope that you got something out of it, and if you did, please give it a like. It really helps the channel if you do. Also, please feel free to ask questions or leave a comment about other topics you would like explored on this channel and other questions that you may have. If you're interested in personal finance and mental health topics in general, please consider subscribing to this channel. And when you do, be sure to hit that notification bell. That way you get notified whenever I post a new video. Again, thanks for watching. And remember, money matters, but you matter more. And you do have the power to live an amazing life.